2: Good morning. It is the Michael Duke Show, and uh, hi. How are you, my friends? What's uh, going on in your world? What's what's happening on this the big day, Election Day? Yeah, it's uh, now not for you folks in Anchorage or the MatSU, but uh, pretty much everywhere else in the world, it is Election Day, and uh, we're going to go over some of the details, some of the nitty-gritty, some of the things that are happening around the uh, around the state, and we are going to talk about it. So welcome to the program and thanks for coming on board and being part of it today. Uh, we've got uh, lots of, uh, well, lots of stuff to talk about and uh, some of the different details of the races and everything else. We're also going to take your calls today throughout the beginning of the show uh Brad Keithley is traveling today so we will not have uh we're not going to have Brad Keithley normally he would be joining us um uh every Tuesday morning but uh since he's not uh, he's not available today it'll just be you and me throughout most of the uh throughout most of the show today coming up at the end of the show <clears throat> Chris Story will be Talking uh, with us about uh, what was it? He actually told me he actually he actually sent me a text yesterday and told me what his topic was going to be. And uh, it's going to be uh, backyard leadership. Backyard leadership. Then he was upset because I wasn't more excited about it. No, it's just it's a thing between me and Chris. We uh, we go back and forth on on uh, yeah, I didn't show enough enthusiasm and he chastised me for not being enthusiastic enough. So all right, it's, I'm super excited about backyard leadership, which is gonna be the the next big thing here uh, as we uh, as we go through. All right. So uh, that is the that is the plan uh, for today's show. Phone lines are actually, now open right now. Uh, we're going to talk about that here in just a hot second and we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go over that <clears throat> and we're going to uh, we're, we're gonna talk. We are going to talk and see what's going on. So I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about a lot of this. But first and foremost, again, the election is uh, here. Uh, And this is all local, uh, local municipal elections. Very important stuff. And uh, I am interested to hear what your take is on some of it. But I think the most important thing is, is that uh, we've got to get out there and let our voices be heard. Uh, If you are seeing these things, if if you're frustrated about everything that's going on out in the world and, you know, you're just, ah, well, then here's your opportunity to do something about it. Um, you will have more effect on what happens in your local communities uh, and what happens in your neighborhoods and, and in your cities and your boroughs, than you ever will in, um, than you ever will on the national level, or on the things that, I mean, it's not let's, let's face it. most of this stuff is not like big, sexy, high visibility issues. Right, it's not going to get the morning, the 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 morning or the evening news on CNN or Fox News. It's not going to hit those things. The things that we're talking about are things that are, um, you know, are but but they all they're not as high vis or or sexy, but they're going to affect you more, right? They're going to affect you more directly in your, you know, your taxes, in how your kids uh, go to school or how things operate or the things you can do with your own property or your house. I mean, these are all things that are going to um be affecting you on a day to day basis versus uh, whether or not Kevin McCarthy remains as Speaker of the House or whether or not we ship money off to Ukraine, right I mean the, the it's just it's it's just a whole different deal. It's a whole different thing. And so um this is why it's important for you to get out there and participate today um in you know, at any time now, if you if you haven't uh, if you haven't gone to to get ready, you're not going to go in and vote first thing this morning. You're going to go at lunch or whatever. Take a friend, take a coworker. If you've got kids who are of voting age and they don't really haven't been paying attention, have a have a five minute conversation with them. Explain to them why they should get out there and do their civic duty to vote. You know, talk about why it affects them. Take them to the polls with you. Break out a sample ballot and mark it. You know, say this is the one that you can vote for anybody you want, but here's who I recommend. Um, just <clears throat> sit down and do that. Get, get, you know, if you, if each one of us brought one or two, if we just brought one extra person, it would be a huge deal. If you were able to get two or maybe three, wow. We've got to have higher than a 12% voter turnout or whatever it was for one of the, the last, I guess it was uh, was an Anchorage municipal that was 12 or 13% or whatever it was. I mean, it's, we should not just barely be breaking double digits on the election cycle. On any election, it shouldn't just be, you know, barely, it's barely into double digits, you know. We should be seeing a 30, 40 percent return um, on, you know, for 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 people going out there. But it's just not happening. Um, I mean, you know, we talk about places like, you know, Afghanistan and Iraq and all these other places where people were excited and proud. And, you know, they showed their purple thumbprint or fingerprint or whatever to go out and vote. And and we are just kind of like, Meh, it's just another day and it doesn't matter anyway so why should i bother <clears throat> it does matter it i mean we've talked about it this week i mean already uh, you know yesterday and last week we were talking about the number of times these local races have been decided by just a handful in any in many cases one vote right i mean when they when they when they threw the toss the coin up on the north slope Trying to decide who was the winner of one of those races here a few years ago. Okay, that's understandable. It's a small community of a couple hundred people, whatever. That's understandable. But we're talking about in Fairbanks, a community, you know, ninety thousand people in the borough, and I don't know how many thousands of people in the specific district that uh, the House district that Bart LeBon was in, and that he and Catherine Dodge were fighting over. That was one single solitary vote. So, so don't tell me that your vote doesn't count. Your vote doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, baby. Catherine Dodge would disagree with you. She would disagree a lot. And, you know, sometimes we see a lot of these candidates that are, you know, have been around for a while and they've got real good street cred and track record. And, uh, you know, some of the conservative candidates, uh, somebody like Tammy Wilson or something. And they're like, oh, Tammy's no problem. Tammy's going to make it in there. She's going to be fine. Well, it may not just be about Tammy. It may be about the other people who she needs to help her support things. Or this may be the time where she does need your help. I mean, remember, I I still remember that um, when she ran for borough mayor, this is years ago. This is probably 12, 14 years ago. She ran for borough mayor and she lost by 12 votes. And there was commentary from several people that I ran into that were like, oh, I thought she had that as a shoe in it. And I'm like, well, did you vote? Well, no, I thought she had it in the bag. <laughs> You're part of the problem. You are part of the problem just because you think, oh, it's up to somebody else to vote. I don't have to do it because everybody else is going to do the right thing. Don't ever assume that any, you do the right thing. Don't ever assume that everyone else is going to do the right thing. That's the, that's the, that's the crazy, the crazy stuff. I mean, when they looked at me and said that, and I'm just like, uh, what? What? Well, we should, we thought she had it in the bag. We thought it was a done deal. I mean, she always, you know, no, 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 no. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. So here you go. Today is the day. That the Lord hath made, be glad and uh, you know whatever it is, just go out there and do it. Now, here's the other thing: statistically, historically, for smaller municipal elections like this, the more conservative side of the aisle has to work a lot harder because the uh, you know the the special interests. In this case, many of the unions, teachers unions, construction unions, laborers unions, they have got people that they have, you know, on the clock have been paid to go out there and rabble rouse and get people going and take people to the thing and go knock on doors and hang stuff. And they are special interests, especially in smaller elections, take an outsized bite of this apple. Whereas the more conservative independent folks are like, well, you know, um. Somebody else will do it or it'll be fine. They're, you know, they're all, they always wins. I mean, it is, this is, this is, this is it folks. You've got to take a stand. You've got to stand up and do what needs to be done. This is it. This is your chance to, Go out there and make, and then if it, if it fails, you could at least say, well, I did my part. I did, I, you know, I did my part and I I did my best and I brought some people with me and blah, 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 blah. It's going to be, oh man, we got to do it. We got to, we got to, got to, got to go out there and get it done. Now in the Matsu, you people, you people. Uh, us people in the matsu uh that won't happen again for another few weeks because we're it's november but up in the interior and down on the peninsula today is the day now and you could do you know if you get if you get to that point where you're like oh i just don't have time i can't just go to your local polling place and vote a question ballot i did i've done that many times Because you know, oh, I'll do it, and then it's it's getting later and later in the day, and it's like, oh, I'll do it, and then like, oh, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it to 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 my side of the city or the borough for my precinct, or I'll just go into any precinct and just say I want to vote a question ballot. You got to show ID, you got to fill out a little form, do whatever. But I just boom, 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 boom. I fix it right there. If that's what you need to do, whatever you need to do to let your voice be heard. I mean, I don't know how to. I'm going to be ham, This is what the, I'm going to be hammering on this all day. What are we going to do? We need to go out there and vote. And you know, you've got no room to complain if you don't go out and make your voice heard. You just got you got no room to squabble at that point. And I'll be first to tell you, you don't have any room to squabble. I'll be first to say, did you vote? No. Shut your pie hole. That's what it's about. Okay. Um, so here's what I want to do today with the telephones. Uh, I'm The phone lines are open right now. And I want to hear from you uh, as to which candidates you're supporting and why. I want to know which candidate are you supporting? Why are you supporting them? And it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to go through the laundry list of candidates. What are the what's the candidate that you're fighting the hardest for or are the most excited about or are in the most opposition to? Right. Let's talk about let's talk about those. Um, And so I want to hear what you guys have to say this morning. It's Election Day. I've done this many years uh, for Election Day, where we talk about the various candidates and why you support them or do not support them. And, uh, and everything else Just giving people some point and counterpoint As they get ready to go to the polls today So here's the number 907-433-3150 907-433-3150 Love to hear what you have to say this morning As we get ready to crack into it uh, So feel free to jump over there And uh, get in the queue Want to hear what you have to say Feel free to do it all right, we're going to continue the Michael Duke Show, Common Sense, Liberty Based, Free Thinking Radio. Again, Chris Dory in hour two, you and me for the rest of the show. Let's go. We got some headlines and some other things to talk about as well. Back with more right after this.
0: The show, you can listen to it on your time with Dukes on Demand. Oh, and it's free, like America used to be. Streaming live every weekday morning on Facebook Live and Michael Dukes Show.com.
2: Okay, you beautiful, beautiful people. I'll get that up there. Okay so uh what's uh what's going on? what's happening? What is happening? Why is this sorry i'm fighting fighting something in the system today. I'm fighting my own computer. I own you. You can't tell me what to do. I own you uh all right, let me go back up here and uh see what you guys are chatting about this morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yeah, 27 and crisp. It was definitely, it's a little, it's a little frosty this morning. A little bit frosty. Um, good morning. Um, yeah, no, no Brad says Bill. I got my flogger out for nothing. Don't worry. I'll flog you myself. It will be fine. Um, and you go, oh, Jeannie says you go back and forth on backyard leadership. No, no, we go back and forth on uh, chastising each other because it's one of those brotherly love things. You know, it's just one of those things. Um. Uh, maybe Folgers will call in and take Brad's place. Why would you say that? Why would we say that? Um uh brian says loki tobin thinks we are right re- what she thinks we are repugnant for opposition to sexualizing children through the state whoa i didn't see that comment whatever comment that was which article was that how did i miss that one i mean loki tobin is the first also the one that likes to basically um Compare anybody that opposes school policy to the people in the KKK, burning crosses on the lawn, et cetera. Um, Voter. This is a
3: oof. Oof.
2: Yeah. Voter apathy is why the left loves red districts, says Jeannie. Boy, she's not wrong. She is not wrong there. Um. All right. Uh, read the watchman, said Terry. Okay, apparently. I don't normally have the Watchman on my on my um on my normal reading rotation. Um dot com, right? Is that what it is? Um And I don't know why. Uh, Blast Alaskan as repugnant and bigoted for opposing sexualized library books. Um, okay. Um. Uh, most intriguer and then in sex find internet porn, create their own engines for sexting others. Um. The idea of banning books is beyond repugnant to me and something I find fundamentally anti-Alaskan. Um, but that's the thing. It's it's banning books. It's not banning the book from a library. It's just taking, taking them out of children. See, this is the thing, is that there's a very nuanced approach to this. And the response from the left is always like the sledgehammer approach. Right? The response from the left is always a sledgehammer approach of, well, if you want to take this one book out, you'd like to burn all books, right? I mean, that's kind of the reaction that we see in many of these things. It has nothing to do with, you know, when we're saying, I'm not saying you remove these books from a library, from all libraries. I'm saying you take them out of the children's library in schools. They can remain in the municipal library if that's, you know. But to take them out of the school library, where they are there without adult or parental supervision. You know what I mean? Oh. Uh, it's um yeah. Apparently we are bigots. We are bigots. Um, but that's see, that's that's how they that's how they get you. That's how they that's how they try and back you into a corner on all this stuff. Uh with that, is they yeah okay um let's get back to it uh here we go uh <laughs> the Michael Duke show common sense Liberty-based free thinking radio here we go Okay, Um, sorry, I was just reading some of the comments from the chat room here this morning. Got carried away there for a second. Uh, No phone calls right now on where you guys are going to vote. Um, I'm I'm assuming it's because you're too busy getting ready to go vote to actually call me. But some of the folks in the chat room have laid out some stuff. Um, Gary says here in Fairbanks he's voting for Tammy Wilson and Jim Cash and no on both measures. So you're voting no on both measures. And uh and there you go. Uh good. I mean that's that's good. That's uh you know and and no reason why, but he's just he's saying it there. Now, I would remind you that you've got uh you know, you've got 3 Assembly seats that are up in Fairbanks specifically. And I'll be again, I'm on. I'll I'll be honest with most of you guys. I'm more familiar with kind of the situation in Fairbanks than I am with the peninsula. So if you are down in the peninsula, I know we had Bill Elam on yesterday and he's one of the conservative voices on the assembly down in the peninsula. But up at Fairbanks, that thing was so blue for so long and they finally got kind of the balance back. Well, you've got three seats that are up, and these are three of the five conservative voices that are on the assembly, right? So you get got Tammy Wilson, Jim Cash, and now Aaron Gibson taking over for Aaron Lajewski, who's, uh, who's termed out. So you've got to get all three of those in there to really be able to continue to hold that balance on the assembly. It's not just a one and done. You've got to get all three in there. So be paying close attention to that. Uh, Cindy from down at the peninsula said, election day is here. Local government is where we can make the difference. Here are some of the people you might consider voting for today or at least research before casting your vote. For school board, Lindsay Bertolo, Diane McRae, Kelly Sizek. For borough assembly, Adam Bertolo, Bill Elam, Heath Smith. Uh, for Kenai City Council, Teal Winger. She said, I'm a big proponent in limited government, supporting small business and keeping parental rights in the schools. I th- think these folks May help support that. That's good. That's exactly what I'm looking for, Cindy. Thank you. Just telling me who you're voting for and why. She is a big proponent of limited government, supporting small business, and keeping parental rights in schools. I think these folks may help support that. That's good. That's very, very good. Um, and, uh, and that's what I'd like to see. So, I mean, who are you... Who are you? Good morning, Maddie. Maddie's in California, sunny CA today. Good morning, Maddie. Uh, Who are you voting for today on Election Day and why? I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be some, you know, uh, uh, it doesn't have to be some term paper on why you do it, just like uh, Cindy said, because she's a big proponent of limited government, supporting small business and keeping parental rights in schools. And parental rights in schools are important. Now, we're talking about the school board races. Across the country, but specifically up in Fairbanks, it is kind of crazy. Um, I got a text last night from somebody that that had a had a snippet that was purportedly from one of the school board candidates. Now I'm not going to read it because I haven't been able to to substantiate it. Somebody sends me a random text at 10 o'clock at night um, about you know that is supposedly from one of the candidates that says some things. um, I I don't know. I haven't been able to substantiate this. I haven't found it on the Facebook page of the candidate or anything else. Uh, and I was looking this morning, trying to figure out where it came from and all that kind of stuff. But um, if I can substantiate it during the show, I'll talk about it. But there are plenty of things that these people say on their own Facebook pages uh, that is enough to make you kind of scratch your head and go, what? Why? So, uh, Anyway, uh, let's get into that here in just a bit. But first, phone calls. We got calls on hold. So let's head on over there first, and we will get a start. Uh, Oops, I got a first. I suppose I should have put everybody on hold to begin with. Now let's go over here and uh, get everything uh, squared away and see what you have to say. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
3: Fairbanks.
2: Uh, who from Fairbanks? I'm sorry, you broke up.
3: This is April Smith from Fairbanks.
2: Well, good morning, April. What's on your mind?
3: Well, I'm going to vote for myself this morning for school. I'm also going to vote for Michael Humphreys, Maggie Matheson, who I appreciate you having on. And I'm going to be voting for the three of us to keep our schools and LGBT activists.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's a valid, I think that's a valid reason. I think that's a good reason. Um, You know, this kind of activism does not, in my opinion, does not belong in schools. And uh, we should be focusing on, uh, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, that kind of thing, and getting the basics of learning in there before we ever start to get into the philosophy or social justice or many of these other things. Those are things that kids aren't even really equipped to deal with until they're you know later into high school and can really kind of understand the concepts and things and i think uh i think that's important. Yep, well, get out
3: and vote,
2: April Smith. All right. Well, thank you, April. I appreciate you calling in uh this morning and being part of it. Um all right. So, April Smith, she's voting for herself. She's one of the candidates. And uh Maggie Matheson and Michael Humphrey. So there you go. That's a that's a good. Re- and, and I think the reasoning was good, although, you know, you can guarantee you that you can guarantee that you're going to be called a bigot when you do those kind of things. You can you can guarantee somebody to clued me into this story that was in the Alaska Watchman from yesterday. Uh, Joel Davidson over at the Watchman writes this talking about uh, Senator Loki Tobin. Who is uh, uh, in? Uh, who is uh, a Democratic senator down in Anchorage, and she is outraged, outraged, I tell you, by the ongoing effort of Alaska parents to challenge and remove sex-saturated books from schools and public libraries. Um, she said in an email on the 29th that she's dismayed by Alaskans who oppose books. That librarians are putting into the wider community. Tobin called the controversy alarming. um, And she goes on to talk about, um, you know, other things, but she doesn't talk about the book, you know, the contents of the book and specifically where most of this. And I know that there's some people out there that want books of a sexualized nature removed from not just schools, but also from public libraries. I would say right now that I don't agree with them being removed from public libraries, you know, like overall public libraries, because those are repository of information, whether I agree with it or not. It is it is what it is. It's supposed to be there, have all that information. But when they have this kind of stuff in the school library, that's part of the problem. And she she goes on to have this quote, and this is one of those things that I love from folks on the left. The idea of banning books is beyond repugnant to me. Like we're talking about, and she almost like she wants to substitute the word banning for burning. Right. I mean, it's that kind of vehemence. Oh, it's the burning of book. The idea of banning books is beyond repugnant to me. And some I find fundamentally anti-Alaskan. I thought Alaska was above book banning, but unfortunately there are recent and ongoing efforts to remove books from library shelves across the state. Again, failing to mention that one, these books are of a sexualized nature and are targeting children. And two, that most of the people who are talking about, not all, but most of the people who are talking about this, are talking about them being just removed from the school libraries where they have unfettered access, un, un you know,, uh, uh, you know, uncontrolled, non-parental supervision, unsupervised access to all of this information and material. She said, on Tuesday morning, I was dismayed to read that libraries and public schools in Charlotte County were directed to remove every book with LGBTQ characters and themes. Such move is discriminatory, shouldn't be tolerated, misguided, politically motivated, often bigoted actions. I mean, again, this is the same gal that compared anybody that wanted to question the school's uh, authority, efficacy or anything at the school that they basically – Uh, compared us to the KKK, you know, basically burning crosses on the lawn is what she said. I mean, this is a woman who's got some, she's got some things going on. You know what I mean? She's projecting some things, I think. But again, when you're talking about books that instruct minors how to, oh, I don't know, engage in anal sex, find internet porn, create their own images for sexting other kids, when they're finding that kind of instruction in a library, mm, I think we all have a problem. Right. I think we all have a problem. And this is not just an Alaska problem. This is a problem across the country. But here in Alaska, we're fighting the same battle. Uh, But this is the kind of see. But this is the answer. This is what happens with with uh, those on the left. You start talking very specific. You talk about very specific things. And I think for the most part. What I'm hearing people talk about when they're talking about these books and things like that is having the books in school libraries. I haven't seen a whole lot of people talk about having them removed from all libraries in general, but school libraries specifically. But see, she gets out the big hammer. And this is this is what happens. The left does this all the time. You say, I want to ban this specific sexualized book in a school where kids are at. And they said, oh, so you want to ban books from all schools? Or you want to ban all books from all school or you want to burn books or you want to ban or why do you hate learning? Why do you hate children? It's the bigger hammer theory. They just take and generalize everything you say when you were very specific about what you, I'm not talking about removing all books from schools. I'm not talking about even removing some controversial books from schools, but books where they are encouraging you and instructing you on how to perform anal sex is not a book that I want my kid to be reading in grade school or junior high school. Right? I mean, is that me or is that? And and that's the thing. I was talking a very about a very specific narrow set. But see, to her, it's all. She opens it up to all, banning books and burning books and doing all. I mean, it, it. It. She didn't use the word burning, but you can almost read it in between the lines here. And of course, other people and other places around the country in this topic have been talking about. They've used the phrase, "Oh, they're trying to burn books. They'd rather they just want to stack them up outside and burn them." So this is part of that talking point. Repugnant and bigoted Alaskans for opposing sexualized books in the library. Well, I guess if, um, I, I guess if that's repugnant to you, uh, I guess we, uh, I guess we're not having dinner uh, you know, with friends or something because, yeah, I mean, I, I find it repugnant that you would want to expose children to these concepts at such an early age. That's why these school board races around the state are so important because this is the battle that we're fighting now. This is the battle that we're fighting now. All right, I gotta go. Uh, I talked so long that somebody else was on the line and they hung up, and I apologize. Uh, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna continue here in just a moment. Uh, don't go anywhere. The Michael Duke show continues common sense liberty based free thick radio back with more don't go anywhere we'll return right after this
0: Running on 100% pure beard power. Oh, also some coffee. We dip our beard in coffee. (laughs) Ha, nice beard. The Michael Duke Show.
2: Okay, you know, one thing I didn't do this morning in trying to verify this, uh, um, to verify this piece, let me, let me type this in here. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I'm just seeing if I can get see if I can get um... all right yeah see I can't find somebody sent me this and uh, and and've I've been unable to find the source and I, I do not like I do not like you know when somebody sends you a random text that's not a screenshot but actually like a copy and paste from somewhere. I do not like to see that um, I do not like uh, to see that uh, I don't like to repeat those things until I have a source that's I guess when it comes down to until I have a source for it it uh it's definitely um, frustrating so I'm not seeing it uh, I'm not seeing it anywhere. I just typed in the first two sentences of the purported thing and I'm not seeing it anywhere. So um, anyway, uh, interesting, interesting stuff. All right. Let me go back over to the chat room here to see what you guys are doing. Um, I'm scrolling backwards, scrolling backwards. Um, Sue Dotson says, catch Canberra Assembly three seats. Jeremy Bynum, Aaron Vigilante, Charlie Arnson, City Council, Rob Arnold, Riley James, Kevin, uh, uh, James Gass, Kevin Kristovich, and then two school board seats, Rob Arnold and Hillary Riffenberg. All very strong conservatives. Thank you. Good. Jason says he's voting for Cash, Gibson and Wilson for Borough to keep a small limited government, Mathis and Smith. And Humphrey to keep CRT and porn out of the schools, plus they know there are only two genders. <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, November in the Matsu, says Terry. Yeah, I mean November, Oli Larson, Kathy McCollum must retain their seats. Their opponents are hard left. Yep. <laughs> What's alarming, says Lisa? Uh, is uh, that senators like her? That if you disagree, there is name calling. We're talking about Loki Tobin. That's a standard ploy on the on the left. If they don't like, you know, you're racist, you're bigoted, you're repugnant. I mean, this is a standard tactic. Um, but maybe they picked that up from Trump. I don't know because he does the same damn thing. He disagrees with you and he starts insulting you, small hands and all that. You know, all that kind of stuff, which again doesn't help the discourse. But in this case, it's a deflection. From the actual issue. That's the thing. It's the deflection from the actual issue. Um, all right. Um, Maddie, who's down in California now, says on back to school nights I go into the libraries of my children's schools and see what books they have. Always, I encourage other parents to check theirs out as well. Yeah, not a bad. Not a bad one. Um, burning books has gone on for centuries, says Jeannie. Yeah. Uh, but that's not, that's not what anybody's advocating here. I, I don't think I haven't heard anybody advocating burning books. That's not what I'm, that's not, that's not what I'm hearing. Um, on the Matsu school district, uh, website, you can see, whoops, I'm sorry. I'm looking here. um, uh-oh. Trump insults totally different. When he says Trump insults based on fact. Okay. Mhm. Okay. I think we remember things a little differently, but that's okay. Um the Matsu District webpage, you could see the list of books being reviewed. Um um uh, you can see the l- list of books being reviewed. The folks are viewing them and the recommendations from then on if they should be removed and at what grade levels. My only problem is that it seems to be taking a while, and it's a pretty long list, I think is what she meant, not lust, but list. Uh, don't forget to vote today. Good, uh, good morning, good morning, good morning. Brad is traveling today, so no Brad today. Um, and I'm oh, sorry, someone sent it to me. Um, uh, I need a screenshot uh, Because I can't I can't see it on the Facebook page Of the candidate that's purportedly talking About this yada 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 okay Alright uh, we're continuing on here Jumping back into it the Michael Duke show Common Sense Liberty based free thinking Radio like and share like and Follow do all the stuff the YouTube things and all that let's go Hey, How are ya? You guys ready to dive into this? I'm ready. I'm ready already. Uh, we're jumping into it here. Hour one continues on this Tuesday. Brad Keithley, who's normally with us right now, is uh, traveling today. Takes him a couple days to get uh, where he was going. Uh, so he is unable to join us this week. We'll be talking with him next week. And uh, so we've been talking about elections because today is election day. You got to get now not in Anchorage, not in the Matsu. I know it's confusing. This is what happens when you have a radio show that kind of stretches across the state people get a little confused. If you're in the Matsu or in Anchorage, you just just not don't listen to what I'm saying, but don't bother to go out and try and find a polling place, right? Cuz in the Matsu it'll be next month and in Anchorage it'll be in April. I mean, that's not confusing at all. But uh in the interior and down on the peninsula, and if you happen to be listening to on the stream down in the Ketchikan Juneau area, um there's uh, you know, there's elections going on. And so I've been asking people, phone lines are open, by the way, 907-433-3150, 907-433-3150. If you would like to uh, sound off um, um, sound off, and and talk about who you're going to be voting for today. That was been my question for the day. Who are you voting for and why? What's going on? Um, I'd love to hear it. Um, the And I've been getting a lot of good reasons uh, in the chat room. Um, and, in fact, I, I did get a, a message here or a, a comment in the chat room from Sue, who's down in Ketchikan, listening in Ketchikan on the peninsula or uh, on the uh, panhandle down there. She says, uh, Ketchikan Borough Assembly, she's voting for three seats, Jeremy Bynum, Aaron Vigilante, and Charlie Arnett's. For the city council, there's three seats, Rob Arnold, Riley J- uh, James, Gass. Uh, Riley James Gass and Kevin Kristovich, And then for the school board, there's two seats, Rob Arnold and um, Hillary, um, Hillary Riffenberg. So there's she's she's telling me who she's voting for. I love it. Jason uh, up in Fairbanks says he's voting for Cash, Gibson and Wilson for Borough to keep a small and limited government. Vis- voting for Mathis and Smith and Humphrey to keep CRT and porn out of schools Plus, they know that there are only two genders. So that's why they're voting for all three of us, because there's only two, there's only two genders. That's that's it. And what's going on. So, yeah. Uh, so feel free to dial us up and tell us right now, 907-433-3150, who you're voting for and why. And as I said earlier, if you are going to vote today, and let's say you're going to do it during your lunch hour or sometime during, you know, ask a coworker if they're going to vote. Ask a coworker, are they, you know, are they going? Did you have you voted yet today? Oh no. Okay. Well, you want to come with me? I'm gonna go vote right now. Well, I haven't really been. Well, I'll educate you on the way. I'll tell you why I believe some of these candidates should be voted for, and let's talk about it on the way. If each one of us brought one extra person to the poll, I mean, dang, right? That would be a thing. If one extra person got to the poll it would be if every one of us brought an extra one we could well bust that double digit number which is kind of sad to say you know i mean that's that that that's crazy um all right let's uh let's go over um um let's let's go over to the phones and see what you guys have to say 907-433-3150 good morning who's this where are you calling from
3: Randy and Fairbanks
2: good morning Randy what's on your mind
3: I had called a little earlier but I hung up, up as I was listening to you before you hung before you connected with I don't know if that means I'm breaking up but that's why I hung up but uh, um, can you hear me good I can I can uh, I can hear you uh,
2: I can hear you Randy you are breaking up a little bit okay. but I can hear you
3: you know I tested my phone by calling my cell phone and it was good and, and oh, also your original recording when you when I when I when I um, you were explaining you know your recording explaining about you know how you go and do things that was all clear but soon as you come on live then you're breaking up but anyway I'll skip all of that but important uh, election for me here in Fairbank is, and that's why I strongly support and uh Lonnie Marney, who is an incumbent, vote for him, and John Ringstad is just two seats at the city council. And the reason I'm always get worried for city council races is because four left wingers on there and we could get that massive anti discrimination law that I preach about sometimes because it takes away freedoms and Fairbanks just doesn't need Intrusive, burdensome law like that to, to uh, harass. And um, um, there, there's one case that happened uh, recently a trial for this case, a Starbucks case. You know I mean? uh, Two people came into Starbucks. Uh, they had to be and they wanted to use the bathroom. And uh, they were informed, well, you've got to be a paying customer if you want to, but they sat down and they were. Come to have a meeting. Anyway, they just refused to leave, refused to and uh, uh, they the the, the police were called and they were arrested for trespassing. Well, this caused a huge outrage, and even the Starbucks employ employees were afraid to come to work and everything. Last for several days, they had to shut down for a day to have anti-bias training. But the the, the thing is, is that a certain manager up upstream was uh, let go. She was terminated uh, to, I guess, all of this mad mob that was mad at him. And uh, but this, this lady, she sued Sar- Starbucks and was awarded twelve dollars which I think is outrageous. And it may be that maybe it wasn't, and she was a white lady, by the way. and But she sued for $25 million shows the outright robbery highway robbery that anyway, i'll shut
2: up for a second can you hear me well i can hear you randy you're breaking up real bad i know the case that you're talking about and basically um yeah i mean she 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 was sacrificed on the altar of basically the whole diversity and 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 everything else and it was it was a wrongful termination and that's what she was winning on that case uh i don't know what's going on with the connection but it's uh definitely uh it's definitely agitating, but I agree with you. thank you for calling in Lonnie Varney and uh Jim ring status who uh uh is who uh, uh uh Randy is voting for and uh I appreciate you I appreciate you sounding off here uh for us, Randy. I don't know what's going on with the phones this morning, but uh you know, it's just it just nothing it's it's like a Monday on a Tuesday. It's election day. It's GCI I'm putting a tremendous amount of stress on GCI apparently. Trying to just do a little old radio show here uh, in the interior, uh, <clears throat> or in the South Central area. All right, um, we're going to continue here in just a few moments. We've got Chris Story coming up at the end of the show, um, although he may want to call in early and uh, and uh, and and arm wrestle me over the. He's the one that sent me that comment on Trump. Um, you know that Trump always did it from a position of whatever. Uh, anyway, um, I, uh, I, I, I appreciate it. Crooked Hillary, low energy Jeb, little Marco. Yeah, those were all the, those were all the, uh, the insults that Trump threw around. Uh, but anyway, I was just, I was just chuckling because it's the same kind of thing that we see all the time from many politicians. Uh, And it's uh, it's it's definitely frustrating. All right. um, Let me see. Anybody else here uh, making a comment? Uh, Melissa says, please vote April, Michael and Maggie. Oh, Melissa. It's Melissa on the school board. She needs their help on the school board trying to hold back the tide. I can't imagine that that's a job that is uh, that is uh, fun and, and 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 rewarding at this point. Um, I will say that some of the things that we're seeing in these discussions uh, and some of the kind of the definitions of things um, matter and words are important. Words like dark money and, you know, how much how much has been raised in the interior. Now, I don't know about down on the peninsula, but in the interior, the school board candidates for the three races there have reportedly raised nearly a hundred thousand dollars between them for a school board race in Fairbanks, Alaska, which ought to raise some questions, but uh, this whole idea of dark money. Yeah, that's a thing. We're going to, we're going to talk about that. All right. We got more coming up. Hour two dead ahead, the Michael Duke show, common sense, Liberty based free thinking radio, like and share, like and follow, Come on out and join us on Facebook. Enjoy us and join us. We will see you in hour two. i at SatelliteWest.com I'm about to put you on hold Make sure that when you answer Well I don't know what's going on with the phones And the internet and the staggering And the da 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 Alright Boy I rebooted my computer this morning And it did not like the fact that I rebooted it Apparently Everything's just a little bit laggy and I don't know exactly why everything's just a little bit laggy. I'm gonna try and shut some things down here. Not that I have a whole lot of frivolous things running in the background but uh, it's uh it's not working right come on stay up where, where it's supposed to be. All right um I'm gonna close that and i'm gonna close that and gonna close that because we don't need to talk about that see if we can speed things up just a little bit because dang that is not that is not what i want to see with that stuttering and staggering and everything that is irritating okay what else do i got going on here I'm turning it all off. I'm turning everything off. All right. I'm going to kill this. I'm going to leave and cancel. Kill that. All right. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do without phone calls for a little bit here. Let's see. <clears throat> Let me see what's going on here. All right. Dial the digit. Nikki Haley crawling up in the polls. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? It would be interesting to see Nikki Haley make it into the top, to be in the top contender slot. Um. Yep. In Fairbanks, and that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand, uh, districts here in Fairbanks are at large. So if you live in the borough, you can vote. You basically vote on every seat. It's just like, just made it. Um... Uh, FNSB, uh, this is Caterpillar from YouTube. FNSB local elections need all the participatory help they can get. Cash, Gibson, Wilson for property rights and understanding, uh, and understand that it's not the government's money, but yours. Pay or lose your land. Um, uh, let's see. In Fairbanks, Marnie and Ringstad, free bus rides and catch can to go vote today. Tell the bus drivers you're going to vote. Oh, that's a cool idea. That's a that's a cool idea. I, I like that. I like that. Um Alaskans uh disgusting. Um I'm sorry, I'm just reading through all the comments. Uh, Wasilla and Palmer have that's right, I forgot about that. I don't live in the city of Wasilla or the city of Palmer. Thank you, Polita Dick. I forgot about that, that the municipal elections for the borough are in November, but the city elections for Palmer and Wasilla are today. There you go. Um, okay. Um, Planned Parenthood is disgustingly involved in the election this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Outside interference. Um, this is happening across Alaska. All the outside interference is how in how we Alaskans live. They have screwed up their own state, so they're focusing on ours. Um. Yes, I know, n- uh, Randy. I said that. I, s- I said that. That that is good. Yes. All right. Okay. Um, I need to vote. <laughs> I need to vote early, said Denise. Maybe tomorrow. Today is voting day, Denise. It depends on where you live. I don't I don't remember where you live, Denise. But if you live in the if you live in the interior or the peninsula, it's today. If you live inside the city of Wasilla or Palmer, it's today. If you live in the Matsu, that's not till November. The Matsu borough, I mean. The Matsu borough, I mean. All right. Damn, stay where you're stay where I put you. That's what's going on here. I'm fighting this. Uh, <laughs> my system is fighting me today. My computer is wrestling with me. Why, why, why are you fighting me? I don't understand. All right. Um. All right, there we go. Maybe, maybe it'll stay where it's at. Um, Wasilla must retain our current mayor, says Terry. Her opponent is not a choice. I'm not even from, I'm not even know what's going on in the thing. Reboot. Uh, If I rebooted now, I wouldn't be back. It takes like two and a half minutes for the whole system to reboot and restart and to launch all the programs and everything else. I would never even make it. We're one minute out from the show restarting. We're just going to have to live with it today. Um, it, today, it's not just the broadcaster. It's like my whole computer is like cha 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 Poor thing. This town needs an enema. That's what it needs. All right. Um, so uh, we're about to jump back into hour two. I can't depend on phone calls today, apparently. So it is what it is. It'll be you and me and all the chat room stuff. So feel free to be chatty. I'll be reading and talking about what you're saying on the air today. And then Chris Story will be coming in. I don't know, maybe Chris will come in at 25 after and he can we he and I could argue about stuff before he soothes the savage beast. Here we go, the Michael Duke show. Common Sense Radio. Let's do it.
0: Fathom it The Michael Dukes show streaming live across the world
2: live around the world on the interwebs at michaeldukeshow.com and across the state of Alaska uh, this your favorite radio station and or FM translator good morning and welcome to the program it is uh, the Michael Duke Show and today it is yes election day Ele- election day are you ready are you ready for this have you gone out and have you done all your uh have you already early voted are you going to uh, are you are you going to vote today are you taking a friend with you these are these are the questions these are the questions that we're asking today because again this is one of the most important things that you can do Right now, this right here, going out and voting, going out and letting your voice be heard. This is the important stuff that we need to be focusing on, not whether or not Kevin McCarthy is going to be Speaker of the House in the future. I mean, I'm sure for somebody, especially Kevin McCarthy, that's probably important. But for us, is it? Probably not. Probably not that important to us one way or the other, but we, uh, you know, we can make a difference in our local elections, in our school boards, in our assemblies, in all that kind of stuff. Come on down and make your voice heard. That's what Election Day is all about. Now, I want to say thank you to Politic in the chat room who pointed out to me something that, again, I wasn't even really aware of because I don't live. I I should be aware of it, but I'm not. I should be aware of it, but I'm not. I live in the Matsu borough, okay? I don't live in a city. I live in in the borough. I live out in the hinterlands, right, because I'm a hermit. And, uh, you know, I don't like being told what to do. So I live out in the hinterlands in the borough. Um, He was kind enough to inform me and remind me that the local elections for the city of Wasilla and the city of Palmer are today. (laughs) How confusing is that? All municipal elections in the interior are in October, right? Uh, Municipal elections down on the peninsula are in October, in the Matsu municipal elections for the cities are in October and then for the borough it's in November and then down in Anchorage it's all in April. I mean why can't we just get our stuff together here? Why can't we just all get can't we all just get along? Why can't we just do it all? Why not just put it all in November? That way you'd have all the ballots, and if you've got a state ballot, great, it's on top of that. If you've got a national ballot, great, it's on top of that. Why all the – I mean, I I don't know. It just – it wouldn't seem like it would be that much more work because everybody's voting anyway, and you'd get more – Maybe it's inte- maybe it's intentional. Maybe it's intentional because we know that these local elections have a much smaller turnout. Than the national elections, maybe they want fewer people to be involved in. I mean, that's just paranoid. That's just paranoid talk there. But I mean, you got to kind of wonder, why do they keep splitting all these elections up to further? I mean, you know, what if we just had multiple elections for, you know, here's the dog catcher and here's the city community council. And then there's here's a, an election for the city council. and oh, but Here's an election for the borough. And then here's I mean, because, you know people can't be bothered i start to wonder why that why that all comes down like that can't we all just have it on one day where we can all remember it and it's not split all over the place so anyway i've been saying this whole time that the matsu is in november and for me that is correct the matsu borough races are in november but the city races for wasilla for palmer i'm assuming for houston um, are all today so there you go. Get out there. Get out there and vote. It's important. It's very important. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's go over and talk a little bit here about dark money. So I saw this comment earlier and I was like, What? Um, Meredith Maple is running for school board up in Fairbanks and she had a post on Facebook that said, you might've heard rumblings of my campaign being funded by out of state dark money. Unless the $930 in contributions from friends back in Louisiana constitutes dark money. I think this article clears things up pretty well. And I continue to be grateful for the objective reporting happening over at the news Minor. Uh, and the Newsminer article reads, the headline reads, School board candidates report nearly $100,000 in donations before elections. So first and foremost, I'm like, $100,000 for school board races? Something's going on there. Something's going on. All right? Uh, anyway, in the Facebook post, in the comments section of the Facebook post, uh, Rita, uh, who has been a... Um, Rita, who has been a uh, – she's a listener to the show. I've seen her name before. She's commented on the show. Uh, she said, Planned Parenthood is noted on these door hangers. This organization is so dark they paid for aborted children's organs. Just nasty. Very dark. To which Meredith says, that's not what dark money means, Rita. So let me let me, let me clarify here uh, because – when we're saying that dark money is influencing the elections, I don't know of anybody that was accusing the candidates themselves of taking dark money. Right? Because, but but quite honestly, Meredith Maple, that's exactly what dark money means. Money from outside the community, national money that's meant to influence races. Um, she goes on to talk about um. Somebody else makes a comment about Alaska First is uh, um, that, you know, accepting outside money and everything else. And she goes on to say, hey, Jim, groups like this are making what's called independent expenditures. They're not approved by candidates, and it's illegal for candidates to have interactions with those packs." And that she's talking about, which she's 100% true on. But that is exactly what this dark money thing is about. So, I mean, she's 100% wrong. When Rita talks about Because apparently Planned Parenthood has been hiring people to go around and hang door hangers on people's doors for these various borough races and the various races around the state. That she's, you know, hanging these door hangers that say very, you know, who they support and they say Planned Parenthood on them. Now, that is outside dark money. That's being pumped in. There's thousands and thousands of dollars that are being, you know, this Alaska protecting, putting Alaska first or whatever the name of this organization is. We're talking tens of thousands of dollars. I know in one radio station in Fairbanks, because I looked at the public files, you could all, you know, you did you know that you can all look at the public files to see what radio stations, you know, what, what politicians spend on like radio and television advertising? You could see. You could see exactly how much they spent. Um, and for example, um, for uh, uh, for this pack, and I'm, again, I putting Alaska first, Alaskans for whatever the name of the organization is, and one radio station the, in in Fairbanks, they're spending twenty thousand dollars in ads um, to promote their candidates of choice. And who are their candidates of choice? Well, the three liberal candidates for school board. I mean, for school board and, and then for the, uh, um, uh, I, I, the most of this money is going into the school board races. So, yeah, that is the very, de- especially when you look at the funding mechanism, as you see that it's the NEA, it's the NEA National Campaign, it's the labor unions, it's the Planned Parenthood, it's the, you know, these are the, the organizations that are funding these for a school board race. Why? Well, I mean, because one, there's big money involved in school board races, especially when they start talking about building new schools. That's one of the reasons why the big labor unions love it. And of course, the teachers' union wants to have all that stuff under their thumb. They want, you know, they want a school board made up of nothing but union representatives and former teachers. They'd be happy with a school board that was made up like that. Not just by regular parents who want to see things done or take it, they would rather see it be all, you know, Former teachers, retired teachers, union members, union stewards, all those. That's what they would rather see. Because, of course, it protects their vested interests. I mean, that shouldn't be surprising to you. But that is the definition of dark money. That's not what dark money means. That's exactly what dark money means. Now, again, not saying that you're receiving that money directly directly. I'm saying these independent expenditures are the dark money that supposedly we were supposed to lose when the ranked choice voting thing went in, right? I mean that was the we need to get rid of dark money. That was the thing. That was the whole messaging behind ranked choice voting. Wouldn't you like to be rid of dark money? But here it is. Here it is. Uh, influencing local elections, and again, of all things. Um, our, our local school board, school board things. I just, it's, oh, it's very, it's, it's, it's very crazy. But this is, again, is another reason why you need to get out there and vote and don't be alone. Grab your friends, bring them out, grab your, you know, co-workers, if you, again, I've had to force my my voting age kids when they, right after they started, you know, turned 18 and they got eligible to vote. And I'm like, OK, it's voting day. We're going. And they're like, but, Dad, we don't. I said, well, we're going to have a conversation about it before we go then. And let me tell you, and you know, and here's who I'm voting for and here's why. And you don't have to vote for them. But here's who I'm voting for. And I took them all to the polls because that's what you're supposed to do. Now, it's on them after that. Let's, let's, let's get to it. Bring your coworker, bring your friend. Uh, Somebody, uh, I think it was Sue said down in Ketchikan um, that they actually turn the buses uh, for free. You can, that if you get, if you go to the bus, you say, I'm going to vote. They take you for free. That's a cool deal. I mean, I'm not one a huge on municipal transit and all that kind of stuff, because that's a big dollar sink, but I was like, if that's what you're going to do and you could take him for free, that's there you go. That's right there. Go do it. Go do it. All right. We've got uh, more coming up Um, and uh, we're going to be talking with Chris Story here at the end of the show for our weekly uplift. Who knows? He may call in earlier and chastise me for for saying anything against his beloved Donald Trump, because I said something about Trump insulting people, too. And uh, he immediately sent me a text and chastised me. So he may he may call in early to defend his beloved Trump, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, he's definitely going to be with us in the third segment of this uh, hour as we wrap up the show. All right. So we are out of here. We got more coming up. Short break. When we get back, we will continue. The Michael Duke Show, common sense, liberty-based, free-thinking radio.
0: on 100% pure beard power. Oh, also some coffee. We dip our beard in coffee. Ha, <laughs> nice beard. The Michael Duke Show.
2: Okay. All right. Man. Technical challenges are impossible. Did I show you? I didn't show you this, guys. My wife loves me. Um, this has nothing to do with anything. I just looked over and saw it and thought, you know, I wanted to share this with you guys. My wife loves me. Um, I love pistachios. It's like a healthy snack, you know, trying to stay away from all the bad stuff and the sugars. And so pistachios are kind of a go-to. And, uh, the problem with pistachios is the shells are, you know, you got ever, you know, whatever. Uh, so my wife got me this for my birthday back in August. And uh, this is the coolest thing ever. So this is the weirdest-looking bowl, right? I mean, whatever. But see, you you eat the pistachios, and then you stick the shells down inside here, and all the shells are underneath. And it fits right there. Isn't that the coolest thing? At first I thought, oh, that's kind of, you know. And then I started using it. I'm like, this is freaking cool. This is very cool, um anyway, that was just my wife's a genius. She's a genius all right all that just to be able to eat a pistachio. All right, you ready to go? Let me see what else we got here. mm-hmm um uh, Marjorie Taylor Green is mega mega she's something else Marjorie Taylor Green is. Something. Um, uh. Houston also. Um. Oh, if you want November, talk to David Pruz. Oh, De- Brian says maybe they don't want everybody to do it in November because maybe by November they're all frozen in their cabins. I mean, come on. It's not Fairbanks. I mean, I love living down here and everything else. But people down here, get they get pretty sissified about weather. Oh, it's cold out here. I mean, even I'm like, oh, it's cold. It's 28 degrees. Yeah. In November in Fairbanks, it, you know, I remember driving to Thanksgiving dinner at 35 below. All right. It's not that big. A, get out there. Didn't do it. All right. Uh, You would definitely have a larger voter turnout if all elections were on the same day. And I, see, that's why I was saying maybe this is. I'm stroking the evil beard. Maybe it's calculated. Because you would. I mean, if you had if you had all the elections on the same day national, state, local, municipal, borough, all of them in the same day, you, you'd you'd get a much greater turnout. So maybe that's what really it's all about. I mean, I don't know why you'd want a smaller turnout, but that's crazy. Um. Oh, there's Rita right here in the chat room. Uh, She was she was uh, commenting on uh, Maples. Okay, Planned parent is supporting all libs. I mean, that's the thing. She said to you, she said to you, oh, that's not what dark money means. That's exactly what dark money means. That's exactly what it means. And, and they may not be directly supporting them by putting money in their campaigns, and yes, they are independent expenditure groups, which means there's no cooperation, but that's exactly what it means. Um. The dark money in the borough assembly is stunning, too, says Barbara. Brian says, he'd opine that unless you can readily identify the donor, I'd consider it dark money. Simply originating from another state doesn't necessarily qualify as dark money. When you've got an organization that's called something like Alaska First or Protecting or Putting Alaska, whatever the name of this thing is, that's Alaska, but it's all funded. Its top three contributors are outside Washington, uh, D.C., union organizations and everything else, but they call themselves Alaska First. mm, That's kind of... Outside, mo- I still call it dark money. That that would still be me. Um, uh, Jeannie says she disagrees. She said if it comes from corporate sources, it's dark money. Um, voter harvesting. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be in the running for what? For president? Is she running for president? Oh, God, she's going to out-Trump Trump. (sighs) Okay, here we go. Jumping into it, The Michael Duke Show. All right, we're continuing here on this election day. Talking about the elections happening in the interior, down on the peninsula. Now talking about Wasilla, Palmer, and Houston cities. Not the borough, just the cities. This is what I get for not paying attention to the elections in the local cities that I'm not part of. Because, I, you know, I've only got so much time I can... I can only timeshare my brain so much. That's the bottom line. Um, David Boyle, who's been a guest on the program before, education uh, advocate, uh, and who talks specifically about a lot of things that are going on down in the Anchorage area. He makes a comment in the chat room today. He says, if Fairbanks voters don't get out and vote for the right people on the school board, they will have to constantly push back against the very liberal board just like in anchorage fairbanks will have a mirror image of the anchorage school district good luck with that good luck with that yeah no that's not that's not something that you know oh man that's not something you want to mess with so yeah good uh, good 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 call david thank you for throwing that out there um so here we are folks Today is the day. Uh, This will be my last exhortation for you to uh, to go out there and uh, and let your voice be heard. We need to make a difference. Stop paying attention to. I mean, I know there's so many great things that we could be talking about, you know, uh, on the net, the net, you know, Kevin McCarthy and the shutdown and the things and the other deals and the other dealios and everything else. I mean, that's great. That's great. I mean, all those things are great. Can you affect any of them? No? No, you can't. And so what if Kevin McCarthy is... I keep using that, but that's like the headline this morning is that Kevin McCarthy is now under fire as the Speaker of the House. So I'm just using it as an example. Please don't take, you know... But so what if Kevin McCarthy is Speaker of the House? Or John Boehner? Or Matt Gates, Or Marjorie Taylor Greene? Or whoever... Whoever is. So what? How does that affect you? What can you do to change it? What can you? Nothing. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. So why don't you get up off your rusty dusty and go down there and vote today for your local school board? Or for your borough assembly. And I don't care who you vote for. I mean, obviously, I would like you to vote for the conservative candidates, the smaller government candidates. I think that's the the I think that's the thing to do. But whoever you go vote for, go vote for somebody and take a friend. Because uh, you know, this this 12, 14, 17, 18% voter turnout is embarrassing i mean it seems like it almost should be after you know we see what the we'll see what the voter turnout's going to be today but after it's all said and done if i see a voter turnout that's less than 25 or 30% i should just start asking every caller good morning caller where are you calling from what's your name where are you calling from and did you vote because if you didn't vote i'm just like click you got no room to complain you got nothing to say. This is the these local elections are going to have a bigger impact on what's going on in your daily life than anything you could watch on the television. Than any cable story or anything, you know, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, One World, WorldNet Net Daily, what, fill in the blank with what one American network, whatever, whatever it is, that you, you know, whatever news source you get your stuff from. First of all, why? Second of all, what does it matter? Can you affect anything going on there? No. These people have control over your private property because they can figure out how much to tax you. They have control over your children and your children's education and their indoctrination in some cases. So shouldn't you have a voice in that? Yes, I would hope so. So get out there, bring a friend, go out there and vote. Go out there and get it done. Fairbanks, you owe it to your children and grandchildren to vote for the right people on the school board. Remember, uh, kids are more important than chuck holes. Potholes. <laughs> assembly candidates. <laughs> But in in David doesn't know is that in the other in Anchorage they have control of the roads, but in the other they don't do the roads in the other boroughs there, David, because there's no road powers. So it is. Greg says he's voting for Heath Smith, uh, Heath Smith for KPB Assembly. That's it. Um, <laughs> common man only conservatives have dark money. Only conservative last dark money. <sighs> the whole McCarthy thing, says Brian, it's about changing. It's about the changing of the pigs at the public teat. Can I say teat? Yes, we said teat. Yes, you could. Ch- it's it's exactly what it is. It's like revolving musical piglets at the revolving government teat. Which one is in charge? It doesn't matter. That's, you know, that doesn't matter. Um. Anyway. Uh, how, how would you, okay, uh, so this is a good, this is a great question. This is a question that I have not been asked before, but I've seen other people be asked. And so, uh, let's, let's answer this because I'm, I'm going on and on and on about how important it is to go out there and vote and how it is to do this. How would you feel about mandating voting? You don't vote, you get fined. Well, Um, no. Uh, I would not like mandating the voting. I mean, let's first and foremost the the whole the whole thing should be voluntary, right? But we should give people a reason to want to go out and vote. To explain to them, you know, what we're what we're facing right now is a tremendous amount of voter apathy. People are tired, man. They are tired of the back and forth. They're tired of the name calling and the shouting and the screaming and the divisiveness. I mean, you got people from both sides uh, of the aisle who are kind of throwing their hands up in the air and walking away and saying, I'm not participating in this madness anymore. We need to find a way to stop that. Now, by mandating the vote, no, I just, I, I again, don't. And that, I mean, that immediately just raises the libertarian hairs in the back of my neck. Don't hurt people. Don't do don't take their stuff. Right. Do whatever you want to do, as long as you're not hurting somebody else. If you're saying you have to participate or else. That is basically coercion. I mean, it's like pointing a gun to my head and saying vote. I mean, you're saying a fine. But ultimately, what is the force behind the fine? They're going to come garnish my wages. Are they going to come take my property and sell my property because I don't pay the fine? What if I refuse to pay the fine? Will they put me in a cage? So you're essentially holding a gun to my head and saying, vote. I just I just don't see that as a good – there's got – you know, people have got to have their own self-interest. They've got to motivate themselves. Now, we know – I mean, this goes back to that whole idea of the three percenters, right – Is that, you know, even during, for example, the American Revolution, only 3% were really active participants in like the combat, the battle, the whole thing, the revolution. So we know that most people are go along to get along. That just, I mean, that, you know, we we just know that most people are just go along to get along. 60, they estimated that 60% were basically just ambivalent to the whole thing. So you had 20% who fought for the crown, 20% who fought for America, and then the 3% were actually of, in the middle of that were actually in combat. But 60% just sat the whole thing out and were like, whatever, whatever, man, I'll be fine. They didn't say that because they didn't talk like that back then. But they basically said, mm, yes, whatsoever shall happen, I shall abide by that, which is basically whatever, man. So should we, should we, you know, you know, should we mandate it? No, I don't, I don't think so. But I think um, we've got to give people a reason for, we got to give people a reason to get out there. Jeannie says you could tie it to your PFD. Um, Again, that's a, it's penalized, it's, you know, penalizing people for, for, doing something that is here it is. Greg says it's a freedom. Uh, it's a freedom, not a requirement. to me it's an obligation. That's how I feel. I feel obligated to do that because that was important because people fought and died and gave us you know gave their lives so that we could have this free style of governance, this this participatory style of government. If and I'm not participating, I don't feel like I'm doing all that I can do. Somebody says, get the day off to go vote. Denise, you get the day off to go vote. Well, some people do that. Although I don't know why you would need the whole day off to go vote. It takes 20 minutes. I mean, I don't know, you know. Um, yeah. Mandating a vote? No thanks. We have enough ignorant voters now. I mean, that's the other thing is the low information voters. You know, people who really don't pay attention and then they just go into the poll and they pull the lever for the people that is part of their party or part of their dad's mom and dad's party or their grandparents party. They just, they really don't pay attention and they do it. That's not what we need either. We need more information. I know it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's frustrating. Um, libertarians forcing you to vote to be left alone. Diabolical. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. (laughs) Libertarians taking over the world so that you can be left alone. That was the that was a bumper sticker that I saw at one point, something along that lines. That's exactly where I'm at, though. We're gonna take over the world so that you can be left alone. Just don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. That's what it all is. Um anyway, I don't, you know, I don't know what the solution is, folks, to to increase the voter turnout. Maybe it's to turn down the vitriol. Maybe it's to try and heal some of the divisiveness. Maybe you should go out and grab one of your liberal friends and bring them to the polls with you so you can cancel each other out. I don't know. You know, your votes can cancel each other out. I, I, I don't know what the answer is. But I do know that we are seeing over the last 10, 15 years, we've seen more and more people who were voters, who were participating, just get sick of the whole, the you know, the 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 polarization of everything. And we need to reach out to those people and encourage them and not, you know, not be so divisive. We need to embrace people across the aisle in not in agreeing with their philosophies, but in this, not the, like, I want to kill them kind of way, which has been, you don't agree with me. I want to burn your house down. Whoa, wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. We could agree to disagree. Right. I don't, I don't have an answer. All I can say is, get out there and vote right now. That's what you need. Um, that's, that's what you need. Uh, the t-shirt design is processing well. All right. Um, we, I guess we're up against it. I guess we're up against the break. Time to go. Time to go. Chris Story is going to be joining us. I guess we need it at this point. I'm a little, you know, I just think about all the people who've given up. All the people who've given up on the system, given up on voting, would rather, you know, just throw their hands in the air and walk away. Taco Tuesday. Give a free taco at Taco Bell if you vote and call it Voter Taco Tuesday. Boy, you should work for Taco Bell. That's a genius marketing campaign. Show us your taco, your voting button, and you'll get a free taco on Taco Tuesday. All right, uh, we got to go. Now I want a taco. The Michael Duke Show, Common Sense Radio. Well, well, well. It was doing good until I depressed myself thinking about all the people who have basically given up on the whole process. Now I'm a little depressed about it. Like, dang, man. I know it's tough, but you just can't grow weary and well-doing. Right? Just can't. That's so frustrating. So frustrating to see all that stuff going on right now. Oh, see the thing. Let's call Chris. See what he has to say.
1: hello 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 little hands <laughs> he who fe- he who speaks first loses
2: i know hello we spoke at the same time which exactly means we're both losers or we're both winners i don't know which one it is but it's winners <clears throat> winners i go with winners I, I i i go with winners that's it right there equally matched uh, how you how, how how's your how's your in, my friend what what's going on how you doing
1: fantastic michael on top of the world on top, I'm on top of the world,
2: buddy. On top of the world. Um, so did you vote yet?
1: Uh, not yet. No, no. I vote. Um,
2: no early voting for off. you. I don't. I don't, I don't care for that.
1: I mean, if I had to, I would. But I like to. I like to experience election day.
2: You like to experience. I like to experience the displeasure of having to stand in line for 15 minutes to have somebody read my name off a list and then walk into the booth where I could do it ahead of time. But, you know.
1: Here's the thing. In Homer, they know who you are. It's like when you walk into Cheers and everybody hollers Norm, right? I mean, it's like uh, they, they already a lot of times I have my name picked out, highlighted, ready for me to sign before I even get to them. Oh, that's
2: just because you're Chris Story. Oh,
1: it's Mr. Story. It's because we live in a small town. It's Mr. Story, quick. We live in a, flip the to, metropolis of the valley. Like flip to valley the S's. Girls.
2: Flip to the S's. It's Mr. Story. We need to make sure we're ready for him. Valley trash. <laughs> valley. I'm a Wasilla Billy. What's Is that it? what you're saying? Wasilla Billy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. Um, all right, uh, Mr. Orange Cheeto Lover. What was, the, what was the deal? I mean, I'm not wrong. If he somebody disagrees with him or somebody criticizes him, he's immediate, okay. he immediately here's, slaps, here's back.
1: He slaps back. He slaps back hard. Call people a, he doesn't use pejoratives like racist or, you know, Italian American socialist. I mean, he doesn't just slap terms like that. He'll get them right at the core. There's always a little truth. It's the belittling.
2: It's little Marco. Yes. Your little hands. Your little, I mean, yes. come on. It's belittling. Little Marco,
1: yeah, Crooked I mean, Hillary, like, Slow Joe. Yeah, yeah, come on. Low energy Jeb. Yeah, yeah, The sanctimonious. But there's always a bit of truth to it. It's just a punch in the nose. I don't mind that. Versus, oh, I disagree with you? Okay, I'm going to impugn your entire existence by calling you a racist. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's, that's like, what? <laughs> Okay, Terry. That's, that's, the, the, difference I see. that's Wait, the difference I
2: see. Terry says, Story really said that valley trash. Terry, he was joking. Okay. It's this is how for what you guys don't know, this is how Chris and I talk all the time while we're off the air. Okay. It's very hurtful. It's, it's very, a very painful it's relationship. It's very painful. It happens when you're a small, psychotherapy. small man. That's what happens when you're a small man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I once uh, I once emceed an event, and I've got great friends in the valley. Emceed an event, and I used that line, and it was received incredibly well by my friends in the valley. So it's it's said with love and affection.
2: No, we know it's like a lot of us now are like, yeah, wear that with pride, baby. That's fine. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. It's fine. Uh, I mean, I lived in North Pole, the meth capital of Alaska. You know, so it's it... <laughs> <laughs> between that and uh and blue tarps that was like the blue tarp and meth capital of alaska it seemed like that was the running joke around there uh yeah but and,
1: there's uh, that uh Puxuang's or what's that chinese right patagonia oh, oh pa- uh,
2: patagonia yeah patagonia that's a chinese restaurant uh in chile no it's a it's the pagoda you mean
1: yeah that's yeah. it yeah, the best Chinese food I've ever eaten in my life.
2: It is the best Chinese food you will have, probably. Well, I've eaten Chinese food everywhere on the West Coast. It's probably the best Chinese food you will have in America. It is that good. Oh, so good. Agreed. So good. Every time I'm in Fairbanks, I've got to go. I've got to go to Pagoda just to just to get a fix, while I'm there. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. North Pole is no longer the meth capital anymore. It's now goes to Esther. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Chris story, the man from Homer. Uh, we're, we're going to talk about backyard leadership today. Um, a- any, any thoughts before we jump back onto the radio here?
1: I think it's timely for election day. And I think it's uh, on par with what you've been talking about, actually.
2: Okay. To action. Okay, good little hands we'll be right back to it don't go don't go anywhere the michael duke show continues chris story is our guest our weekly uplift and we will continue with this uh, in just a second uh the people's republic of esters uh let's get to it the michael duke show common sense liberty based free thinking radio here we go no i mean that was like five seconds too early here we go okay we are ready the final segment of today's show it's our weekly betterment segment our uplift we bring the guru of positivity to the table, Christopher Story, who's going to tell us about uh, backyard, backseat, backyard, backyard leadership. Strong fences make good backyard leaders. I don't know what it. Good morning, my friend. How are you?
1: Good morning, Michael. It's I, I like to say it like this, even though we haven't. Just like we haven't just been talking in the green room, right? right, Just talking. Good morning, Michael.
2: Good morning. This is the first time I've talked to you in days. Um, Yeah. Mm. So uh, backyard leadership. Um, You know, of course, this is a strong call out to your book, "The Backyard Millionaire," which is, uh, you know, your your that is your lot in life. You are here to help make backyard millionaires everywhere. Part of becoming a backyard millionaire, I'm assuming, is to become a backyard leader. So tell us about backyard.
1: Leadership. Well, the concept is similar in that you can create wealth where you are with what you've got. You can become a leader where you are with what you've got. In fact, that's where you have to start. I think my 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 total concept that I want to share this morning is this. This is a tap on the shoulder, and you say, "Look over here. Look right here. Yeah, this isn't a grave time. This isn't a horrible time in society. This is an opportune time." You're living in a great time of choosing an opportunity to make a difference. Never before has there been an easier or better time for the individual to singularly make a difference. And I would say few other generations have had this opportunity. You are called to lead your people right now where you are. And like you've often said on your show, Michael, you focus on local and statewide news because you can make that's where you can make a difference. Well, if we all would unplug a bit from the cable news cycle and plug back into our local affairs, politically, culturally, business, development, all of this kind of thing, then you'll realize leaders aren't actually elected, appointed, or anointed. They are the people who stand up and choose themselves and say, Yes, the call is being answered by me.
2: So are you saying that? That to to lead that you have to what do public service or you're just saying that this is an example of that.
1: Public service is is a great example. Uh, Involvement, being aware of what's happening at your school board level, even if you don't have children school age anymore, or it, it never had school age children, doesn't matter. What is happening at the school board? What is happening at town hall, city hall assemblies? The you know your borough. What's going on locally? You have an opportunity to lead. You you must first understand to get a plug in. Understand what's happening. Um, then dial into who are you going to lead locally in your own backyard? Who will you lead? Who are you going to assemble? What tribe do you want to belong to? Because leaders are also followers. Who do you want to get together with? And understand this. And I think this is fundamental to leadership: is understanding the types of people in the world. There's only three. You can debate this all you want. I'm telling you, there's only three types of people, and you have to figure out who you are and how you'll, as that type of person, relate to other people. You're either a poet, a philosopher, or a warrior. And you're going to be a blend of all three. Of course, we all are as people. However, we're predominantly one or the other. And so the question is, as a poet, well, who are you going to lead and, and how will you be led as a, as a philosopher or a warrior? Obviously, warriors are just naturally born leaders of the people that usually will take charge. Poets are people like, look, buckle up. If you meet with or want to lead poets, buckle up and be prepared for dreamers, creative types who, who love to add flair to everything that they, they do to include traffic control, hello, roundabouts. well, just be advised if you go to lead these folks, they love meetings upon meetings to have a meeting about the meeting they just had. They love to hear themselves talk. So, if you walk into a conference or a meeting with philosophers, bring patience, have the patience of Job, or you're going to storm out and say, This is why I don't participate. Just understand, are you talking to a philosopher? Well, then there's going to be a lot of listening, there's going to be a lot of waxing and going on and on, not a lot of doing. That's for the warriors. The warriors are the let's get it done type and uh, would rather at the end of a meeting, they'll say, wait a minute, couldn't this have been an email? Couldn't we, why aren't we just doing something about it? Um, They're the most difficult types to assemble because they're not easily led. You could, it's like harnessing fireflies. It's very difficult to get a hold of warriors and and move us into until it's severe. And when it's severe, then of course the, the, you know, the call goes out and, and warriors unite. But along the way, we in society who can identify ourselves as as each of these types of people and then who do we choose to lead, I have zero patience. I I was asked by the mayor about probably 15, 16 years ago to participate in a meeting where the consultants were brought in from Anchorage, you know, out-of-town experts with a briefcase to teach us naive rubes about how we could better organize our community and update our our policy procedure manual, what they call it, the comp plan, and I, I got two meetings into this thing and was starting to braid my own hair into a noose, and I, it wasn't long enough, that I was like, ah, oh, I can't do this anymore, and I just didn't recognize Michael. I didn't, I hadn't matured enough to realize, oh. I'm surrounded by poets and philosophers. <laughs> Nobody here is going to do anything.
2: <laughs> this you just yeah. described my entire As- borough assembly experience in a nutshell. I'm just like, oh, you guys are killing me. Let's just, you know, mm-hmm. let's do it. I mean, it's you know, I'm I'm definitely not the philosopher
1: type. Well, in back. I mean, I just we have little time, so I'm just going to emphasize this: you are called to lead and you are maybe one or the other, a warrior philosopher, a poet, doesn't matter, I don't care, lead from where you are with what you've got. This is your time. And maybe there's been uh, like no other generation before us. So I'm not diminishing the Civil War, World War I or 2 I'm saying that this is a time where the individual leader has never A, had more opportunity, or B, has never been more important. You've got to stand up. There are two genders. Stay with me, there are two genders. Be prepared to get some backlash. Be willing to smile as you say it. I'm gonna hold strong to that. If we are to listen to the science, well then we're gonna start with some basic building blocks of science. You lead where you are, be bold in stating as such. And I'm sorry, but some things are to be questioned right now, including every leader in your community, And you can stand up and lead, even if you're not elected, appointed, or anointed.
2: And so how do we, I mean, again, break it down for basics here for those slow, those of us slow kids in the back here. How do we, how do we take those steps? How do we, how do we start, uh, you know, becoming leaders in that? Do we just grab the bull by the horns? Do we take charge? Do we, you know, do we be bossy? What, what, what is your, what is your thought?
1: said like a true warrior. Seek first though, Michael, to understand, then to be understood. Okay, I think Stephen Covey was correct. Try to understand the landscape and start drawing a map of who you are first off. Understand who you are. Are you the poet type? Are you the artist creative? Are you the philosopher type that loves to to wax poetic? Are you the attorney type, which fits under a philosopher? And or are you leading leaning towards warrior type? Understand who you are, then approach the world accordingly and and map out who in your life is you know what type of personality and approach and as such meet them where they are you don't go to a warrior and say hey would you like to participate in a committee on um design and color of our new logo no <laughs> don't do that you, you go you know you lead from where they are understanding who you are okay. take some time and think about it Dark times call for bright people. That's the all-call today.
2: Well, wait a second. What if I am a warrior type and I have been placed
1: on a committee like that? How do I... I Then bring the patience (laughs) of Joe, understand what's what's at hand, and can you help lead this ragtag group of creatives into... um, Help them draw on their inner warrior. I'm telling you, we have all three of these personality types in us, and it's up to the warriors to help bring out the inner warrior in others. And to be honest, we do need culture. I love a good food. I love art. I love that there are people like Ayn Rand was a great philosopher. I love that she took the time, eight years it took her to write Atlas Shrugged. That's almost a decade. I'm grateful that she put that into it versus running for city council or going in the obvious forms of leadership. She put it into her art and her philosophy. I think that's wonderful. So it's not to celebrate one over the other, it's to understand who you are, who are you going to lead, and who will you allow to lead you? Because good leaders are also followers in some respect.
2: Well, this will also give you a good handle on how people, you know, on how to deal with people, on handling people. Once you understand yes. who they are, right? Poets, philosophers, or warriors, you'll understand with a warrior, you can be direct. You can be Correct. Uh, almost abrupt, right? And and you're in in, in in understanding. Yeah, blunt. You can be blunt and uh, but with a with a philosopher oh kid gloves you're gonna have to waltz around that subject you're gonna have to talk about you know or it, just
1: go deep and die now, i think you misunderstand the poets you have to have the kid gloves because the poets are the artist creators philosophers just be prepared to spend a lot of time talking gazing yeah, and, and
2: talking about yes. you talking you're going to talk a lot with philosophers with poets you got to be a little more sensitive is that what you're saying just that that's kind true. of thing yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly. what i'm saying that's yeah.
1: right and i'm I'm a poet as well, Michael, I, but I lean, I trigger warrior easily. Yeah. Very little patience for meetings and things like that. But I love creativity and culture and all of that. So I want a blend of all of it. But at the same time, I just, we just need to be conscious of who you are. Right. And who are you leading? I have a feeling then you'll do great. I
2: have a feeling I may lean a little hard into the warrior cast. I don't know exactly why, but Mm -hmm. uh, we'll we'll see. But I I do, I do have the I do have the soul of a poet uh, somewhere in there, and and I do like philosophy every now and then. But when something gets needs to get done. I think I lean on the way. That's an interesting triumvirate of things to talk about. It's good stuff. Backyard leadership. Chris Story, author of the book, The Backyard Millionaire. You can find it at ilovehomeralaska.com. Chris, hold the line for just a second. Folks, we are out of time. Tomorrow, post election day, we'll see how things turn out. Be kind, love one another, live well. Go vote today. All right, final bite at the apple, Mr. Mr. Story. Uh, final bite at the apple today. Any final thoughts before I let you go?
1: Get out of my head. I was eating an apple just before I came on air with you. And I kind of a chunk of apple skin went down the wrong way. and I've been kind of choking <laughs> here this morning. I've had to constantly mute it to <clears throat> sort of cough and yeah. clear that little piece Final of
2: apple. bite at it's that apple. Another... It's trying to kill you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're like google listening to everything i say it's amazing yes yes but alexa if, um, alexa um yeah I, I i gotta be honest i'm just incredibly proud to have made this insight uh without any meetings this insight into human psyche <laughs> i think it's having read over a thousand books on self-development and people in general that's led to that culmination of these three insights that um truly i think is genius and, and one day i'll be rewarded i don't know if i'll still be here when the recognition and i don't know if it's going to be nobel i don't know if it's going to be pulitzer i don't know but i just know for sure one day people will look back and go he was special
2: that's right tell me a story and they'll be like i know where that word came from um anyway uh chris story the man from homer backyard leadership are you a warrior are you a poet are you a philosopher and who are those people around you Good good questions, good stuff. All right, well, thank you, sir. It's always good to talk with you. Thank you for uh, being part of it today. Thanks for your leadership in the world, Michael. Uh, I pre- appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. All right, folks, out of time. We're going to go. Thank you for being part of it. The Michael Duke Show. Common Sense, Liberty-based, free-thinking radio. We will see you tomorrow.